should pay someone some, else. Pay some kid. Yeah. Come on in. Like a day rate. <laughs> Girl, bro, I'll give you a hundred bucks today. Just film me make for an me hour playing super basketball good. and give me like fifteen reels. Yeah. Just make me look way tight. Make me make me shine, please. Thank you. Thank you. Make me shine. But it felt good, you know? Felt good to get a couple of things in. I got I got work to do. That's pretty fun. Strengthen this lower half more, you know. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, I did some knees over toes yesterday. Did my, you? My legs are so weak right now, dude. It's so lame. And then I had this left knee pain thing. Same, dude. So left knee pain is so sick. Got to figure it out. Might be patellar tendonitis. Might not. I don't know. For me, it is. Don't worry. I've got left eye situation too, so it's fine. <laughs> my whole left side of my body is just shutting down. <laughs> I've got to wait till December 11th to see if I can get my eye back. But it's whatever, dude. I don't <sighs> even need two apparently. Just one will That's do. After Thanksgiving, dude. Still see. Happy. Give free. thanks that you're not completely blind. <laughs> Give thanks. Is it permanent? TBD. Wait till December 11th. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing, dude? I mean, this, this is a, lot is a of surprise. Things. I know. Yeah, a lot of things that we're doing. I mean, yeah. I, I feel, I feel really, feel really happy. With the way you, Charles, and I were getting together to try to paint some of the picture for 2024 and doing some structural changes and just kind of figuring out, getting some brain space on what could be. Yeah. Like, what does perfect look like? What are bigger opportunities? And it's hard because it's so easy to not do those things. You know what I mean? It's yeah, so time easy just keep to going. ignore it when something's kind of working yeah and when i say kind of working it's like people show up they enjoy the shop the employees seem to enjoy working here it's not yeah. the worst job you could ever have but there's just so much so much that's not how we want it to be sure and then from a a business standpoint it's never what it seems like it is you know you like from the outside looking in yeah that's I true mean, for sure i mean i think you know and we're in good shape but it's you look at the financials of a company that you would assume is X big and you assume like, oh man, these guys are probably raking in cake yeah, they're and killing every, it. everything's freaking dialed. And it's just, there's so much that goes so many places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of endless with that stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I get you there. So I was, I was stoked to be, to, to get into it. I just, yeah, to, we've been to, doing good work to be willing to let go of what is to be able to create what could be. Yeah. I like that, that too. That feels good. And the feeling of being able to pursue a future and create a good foundation again, like a good base level is really, that was good work. I'm excited to keep going and do it. You know, like we pushed so hard for a long time and then we delivered and then we have this tiny little break with the holidays and we get back to it. And I'm like, I want to, I want to keep having these conversations. I like that momentum. I hate the holidays, dude. I mean, I like them, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. it feels like there's this month and a half. Stretch where nothing happens. Yeah, you kind of have to put everything on hold, even so though. so inconsistent. Then I guess this was tough, is we've delivered this, hey, here's where we're going, and then it's like, now hang out for a minute while we while we keep, well, while we get through what's going to happen, which is, it is really busy in our cafes, and there's a ton of people here for the holidays in our little crisp, perfect weather city here. Little vacation Full town? Full surf. Yeah, exactly. Vacation. Christmas town? What are you thinking about for next year in terms of you personally? Are you, do you have some... I would like my uh, both of my eyes to work. Yeah, that's my first. Goals. It's my first and major priority. <laughs> I would like my patellar tendonitis to go away. That's this is all body related things. Uh, what's for next year though? Yeah, I mean, the way we're looking at structuring here, I'm I am excited to lean into experiences in our company and to be able to work on the company instead of kind of working in this limbo space. 
where we are working on the company, but we're also kind of, you know, sustaining and filling specific gaps that were taking probably more time than what would it, it would take to just work on future concepts and things that would be really supportive. And we've always tried to do a lot of this work that we are setting in place, you know, actually creating more whatever training videos or creating and clarifying some of the structures and the accountability pathways and charts, like all that stuff we've always worked on in tandem with everything else. And because of that, only a little bit gets done and bite-sized chunks along the way. And there's always stuff that comes up and us finally turning the page and setting up the initial structure to allow us to work on the company, I think is going to be, like you said, really freeing. And it, I think it's going to give me a lot of energy. Yeah. But, you know, Pretty we got to waiting on that. What else on the on next year? I've been thinking about it a little bit. I think a lot of it, th though, does kind of come into settling into this next phase. Because for me, that's been a struggle is what do I, how do we pursue what's next? And I kind of, I didn't really feel like I had all the equation lined up in terms of how to pursue it well. So that's, it's been really helpful. What was missing? Well, the structure, the, structure. the accountability chart, all that work we've been doing. Like, um, there is still, you know, like a little bit more of delivery of, hey, we all want an amazing experience. We all want potentially, potentially more. And that can, you can find your own, you can insert whatever that might be because I think in every single level people want more in our company. You kind of just find your way if you're listening to what that could be. And some of the reality is, you know, yourself, Charles, and myself need to be able to work on that in general, whatever those directions may be. And that's something that I think we can say to our team and they'll understand what it means now. And it's also like an understood and fine expectation of, hey, I, we need you to, to handle this portion of our work and business and your job in order for us to put time in to hopefully preparing the way for whatever might be next and what's available mm -hmm. to us. I had a really interesting conversation with Wiser on Friday, and he said something that was, I don't know, it just kind of got to me. Yeah. Because he was like, well, let me tell you what I see from the outside looking in. From before I worked here yeah. to where I, it was now. He's like, what I saw was a brand that had a feel to it and a sense of direction and a, a vibe. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. And, yeah. And what it looked like it happened was from really early on, probably too early, you guys gave away a certain amount of your voice right. in good faith to people who maybe didn't really understand it or weren't equipped to understand it or couldn't take it where you needed to go. And for me as a guest, I didn't like that that much. Yeah. I felt like I always wanted more of you and more hands-on. And I get, I totally get that you guys had to grow and you had to do some other things. And that kind of went along for a while. And then the pandemic happened and then, you know, I came on and it seems like we're trying to get our, our, our ducks all in a row because the universe has changed a little bit. And now <laughs> it feels like you're kind of taking back the reins on the things that you guys do really well. Right. And are being really clear about what everybody else needs to do to support that and vice versa. He's all, and that feels really good. Yeah. 
because what I've always wanted is is more of you guys in the right areas. Totally. And that felt kind of like a really interesting snapshot of our company because I'm like, dude, I totally agree with all of those points of view. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And I don't know, it's it's interesting to have a thing and not feel like you can do exactly what you want with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough because you have to, I was thinking about it as well, not in the exact same way, but the concept of like, you know, people occasionally reach out to me from the outside and ask me very like specific questions about team members who I know, but don't know super well, like, you know, relatively young ones in our company, ones I've met who I feel like I've got a vibe on, but that's about it. Right. I don't work by the side by side with them. And I will have this moment where I'm like, I wonder if they think it's weird that I don't have a beat like they might in their company on everybody. And then at the same time, I'm like, if you ever want to have a company that can scale in any capacity and have like a, a larger impact, for the very most part, you need to be able to trust people and you need to be able to be very okay not knowing every single detail of what's going on in your company. And the reality actually is that if you have good expectations and clarity, there's no reason for anybody in your company to know every single thing that's going on. If leadership's dialed, if the values are dialed, if mission and value, whatever, the vision are dialed as well, you have your check-ins to know enough, but you don't need to know everything and you don't need to be keyed in. And that that was really a cool moment, but I, I was thinking to myself, I wonder how many people in like the business size of, close to ours and maybe a little smaller and a little bigger, bigger actually feel that way versus, you know, like have the challenge that we do and did, whether we gave it up too early or not, which is we have to trust people to carry this on in some capacity. I wonder, I'm so curious now, what kind of questions are you getting? Oh, they're not even big ones. They're just like, Hey, uh, I'll insert random person's name because it doesn't have to be real, but Hey, how's Jeremiah working out? And I'll be like, they have really good energy. And it's like somebody who's asking who, this question, an owner of another coffee shop who the person worked for. And oh, okay. So it's an ex-employee. All oh, right. right, it's, right. An, oh, it's a, somebody who owns a coffee company somewhere else in their employee. And we have one of their now as a team member now. here. Yeah. And so I'm like, they're awesome. I've, you know, and I don't go deeper than that. I'm like, they have great energy. They seem engaged when I'm around. It's awesome. And there's just, you know, there's those levels. I've, I've met them all along the way. The, the business owner, the first business owner I worked for, they like, they're, they control and know and have a say on every single detail in some capacity. And that for someone like that would be like, what you don't like, you know, they would, they would have that perspective potentially like, you don't know, you're not like training them yourself and things like that. You know, do you think those are just smaller shops or is it, it's maybe well, I'd both. Say it's, it's a different smaller vibe shop. Sure. Yeah. But it's, it's also, it's a different vibe. Like I think people, companies, for sure that have three, four or five shops are probably there's owners who are equally invested in that way, like and focused in that way. And I mean, invested is a weird way. That's to the put wrong that, right? word, but like, <laughs> well, they're investing all their energy and time into knowing everything. And so whether well, that's good or bad, but like, yeah, they're focused in that way. And that I'd say, I've seen people like that at that level. And they would think it'd be bizarre that you would let other leaders kind of run the show completely. I fucking love it so much. I, it's I, the way. I really love it. It's it's super enjoyable because it, it helps me do the things that I do really well. Yeah. So case in point, and this is where I get into trouble, and I know other owners can get into trouble. So 
um, Nick and Dante over at Beeline at the shop where yeah. they have a car. You know, they're kind of like members garage slash speed shop slash cultural hub of the community. Right. You know, Nick's really interested in coffee. They did coffee before and they wanted to do something. And I had this whole conversation about him with him about, you know, what we could do and we could do this, we could do that. And it's like, sick, let's meet on Monday. And I had to hit him back and I was like, Look, we just did a dream scope for 15 minutes, but the reality is, is like, if we just do this through me, I'm going to fuck up the whole program for <laughs> everybody. You know, I'm going to overpromise to you and under deliver, and I might not even know what's possible. So, um, let's just carve out some time and we'll meet with Gene. Yeah. And they're like, cool. And they came to meet with Gene and I was in the middle of a conversation with, with Wiser and, or no, I was talking to Leah and we were just deep in it. Yeah. And we went an hour over. And by the time we were done, I was like, hey, sorry. And they're like, oh, no, good. Like, we got it all figured out. Right. Like, Gene figured it all out. We're good. Yeah. I'm like, perfect. And that's Gene's the baller. That's great. Because what I want to do is, you know, I'm really making connections, like just seeing what's possible. Right. You know, in this space. And she can take care of the details. That's what she's doing really well, making them feel taken care of. And it's setting up opportunities. Like, great that's so cool Mm -hmm. i i love it yeah Uh, it's a different world yeah it's when things go really really well and to be able to do that and to trust that that's going to go well it's not just trust too it's like doing the work to get the right people in play and building the culture where the the trust is earned and Mm -hmm. you know people it's like she actually wants to do the best job possible like absolutely so and you're sitting with these people as well it's not like you're like you're tossing them into this deep end of go do that and then you never talk again. You know, you're still having connection points along the way with your team members, our team members. So, yeah, but I agree with you. It's so much more Well, and with her, powerful. it's like I really don't have any connections with her aside from – so I work with Mark a lot. Yeah. Who is, you know, technically, quote, unquote, her, you know, the her boss or like the leader of her department. Mm-hmm. But it – I love it when the the roles are really well-defined everyone's taking ownership of what they need to do i it's kind of like what you you said i don't actually need to have a connection with her on a regular basis i mean we share an office table so we're in there talking there's fun and talking all the time and we we have a relationship Mm -hmm. but i don't check up on her work like ever nor do i feel the need to Mm -hmm. because everything's going as it should be because mark's doing what he needs to do because we're having the conversations that we need to have and there's just like this we're talking about you Talking about G- absolutely barely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, it's just nice. Well, it is, and the other thing is, you to your point earlier, we could be or any leader who needs to know and like sign off on everything could be the bottleneck holding their whole op- company and opportunities back. And you are for sure. And you pretty if much you, if you're signing you off are. on everything, yeah. unless you're working at a really small boutique thing, sure. There's no way that you're not. Agreed. There's some potential that you're not tapped into. Because when you're saying, man, if someone else has five stores and they're personally signing off on everything, that, I mean, I guess it just sounds. I mean, you could run it that exhausting. way. It's possible, but you don't. And, right. There's a possibility to run your business however you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying there's one that's better than the other. I just believe that you are going to empower. And get a lot more inspiration and creativity out of your team members and your leaders if you can allow them to the space to to work in their own in their own framework without needing to check in with you about everything. And 
there's those decisions people talk about. They uh, trunk to you, yeah, the Phil, Phil, this dude, big Phil, dude, big old Phil. He taught, he threw out this concept of like trunk decisions, and I liked it. He's all there's this thing you can go out from the trunk and you can go, well, from the root to the leaf, and it's like leaf decisions. You don't have to need to include anybody. Pretty much, you can make them yourself. Branch decisions, like. You maybe just let a leader know what you're doing, but you're just going to do it. And the leader goes, cool. Then you get closer to the trunk and then it's like, okay, yeah, the leader's going to need to sign off for it on it. You're going to need to like run it by a plan and actually like ask and the leader's going to give you some feedback. And then there's like the root decision. It's like, we're going to stop everything. This could actually affect like everything that we do. Yeah. And we're going to have a big conversation about this stuff and we're going to make sure that we're, you know, working on a plan and we're going to integrate well. And you know, from the outside in, I I like that concept. And for the very most part, almost every decision is going to be either branch or leaf. And so that's good. You know? Yeah. And if we can recognize that and realize that we could probably like let a little stress go, let the people try some things. <laughs> if it doesn't work out how you expect it or how they expected, that there's probably not a huge deal. They can fix it. Somebody else can and step in. And then everybody's kind of learning and driving. And that feels good. Well, and the thing about that is it's almost like everybody has their own tree because mm -hmm. a frontline barista type person has a their leaf type decision is different than yeah. mark gessler's you know director of wholesale director of coffee mm -hmm. leaf decision so everyone's in this garden together but we're not all part of that same tree necessarily yeah and it's like giving autonomy where it has been earned and where it makes sense is something that I f I used to struggle with a lot. And from talking to other business owners, a lot of people struggle with it too. Because yeah. people want, people are gen generally, they're, you've got this trusting person. They want to, they want to have someone level up. They want to believe in this person. And it's really easy to overextend those decision making abilities mm. when they're not really earned. Sure. And that's where you kind of get into get into some shenanigans too with like maybe it's a newer employee who doesn't fully understand the culture. Right. I mean, we've seen this a million times in coffee when we used to work, you know, on the floor. It's like you're working at a shop and then a new barista comes in from X shop and yeah. they do everything different at X shop and his vibe immediately is Oh, you know what? It. You need to this is wrong, this is yeah. wrong, that's wrong. We should do this and I've been that fucking guy. And that's obnoxious. Yeah. Because I haven't earned the right to make a decision at this at this place yet because I'm not really deep enough in the culture to understand what the culture needs. Yeah. Even if I've been through orientation and basic training, I haven't lived it yet. So you don't wanna you don't wanna overextend in mm -hmm. that area too. Well, right. And then there's the antithesis, which is where you and I well, you were saying earlier that kind of Wiser was speaking to in his observation, which is we got to this place fairly quickly where we were like, These people totally get it and they can run it. And we can help, but they've totally got this part. And, you know, we, we experienced that there was a, a bit of a miss there in terms well, of calibration and clarity. And that there's two things that can happen there as well. You know, these people, if you give them full autonomy, they're like, well, am I doing a good job? Are we going in the right direction? And you're like, you got it. You know, and that, that can also be challenging. But for both, for both parties, you're not really building trust. You're not whether it's in the relationship, but even in their, they're not building trust in their work and it's quality. They're just kind of doing the best based on what they'd seen in the past. And right. You know, that, that can, and we did, we went, we went quickly in that capacity. 
Because we did. Because we did. Well, I think there's a, I mean, for me, there's some reasons for that. Right. I mean, one of the things, and I I was talking about this again with Wiser and I were on this like three hour bender on Friday. It was a really good conversation. <laughs> but when he said that, you know, one of the things we were talking about was what happened when we were kind of at the tail end at Verve and they were making a big growth. Yeah. And I said, you know, one of the things that was a little bit annoying at the time was to see all these new people coming in. Uh-huh. Getting pretty kicked out to do things that I would have liked the opportunity to do. Yeah. And I remember a conversation that I had with Colby when we were at dinner. I remember it really clearly. We were at Oswald at the bar, you know, you burgers do. and cocktails. Yeah. And I was like, when we go to LA, I want to be a part of it. I want to help set everything up. I can do it. Like I can make things happen. That's, you know, that's just kind of, that's the kind of guy I am. And at the time, Jenny was really open. My wife, she was like, I'll go live in LA for a couple of years. I don't think I want to live there forever, but if you have the opportunity to set something up down there and we need to be there for a couple of years, that's fine. Get it rocking. You know, she worked for the company too. So she's like, I can do my job from anywhere. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. And it was a bit interesting to see people come in from the outside getting hired to do these bigger jobs, making more money. Looking at it now, I actually get it. Mm. Like, I totally get it. I still don't think that the people that got brought in were the right people. Right. But I do understand why they felt the need to bring someone else in Mm -hmm. because you're really looking at, I mean, you're looking at track record too. Sure. And I still felt like I could have done an okay job, but looking at our experiences early on where we have people who are really enthusiastic, but just honestly don't have a ton of experience or a ton of, like you said, it's like, they're basing it off what they think the best might be. Mm -hmm. And that's really like a small fraction of what you might be able to envision. And there's a big gap between what we're envisioning and what they're envisioning. Mm. And I think there's probably a big gap between what, you know, Colby and Ryan were envisioning and what we were really thinking that we could do. So I don't fault them for that at all. But I think when we got started, a lot of our empathy is based on that like wanting to give the people a shot yeah for sure you know seeing a little bit of those seeing a little bit of our past selves in those people it's like i Mm want to give them the shot because sometimes i felt like like i I had sometimes i feel like i didn't get the big one so i want to give someone else the big one but when you give someone the big shot and they're not ready you're not really doing them a service at all. You're setting them up to fail. Yeah, you're giving it's, them a lot of stress. It's just not going to go super well, mm. and then everybody's going to be bummed for a yeah, while. for sure. And that's – so when I'm looking back with empathy, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, Yeah, I, I see fucking, how that could I happen. I totally fucking get it. Yeah, like, I see how that could happen. No, no hate at all, dude. I totally dig it. And I, it's hard to have that perspective until you have something – that you're responsible for like this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's almost impossible to have that perspective as an employee. Like it's almost impossible. I think you can have a certain amount of empathy, but there's just some stuff that's like really hard to like put into perspective. I think I, yeah, it's, and it's even hard to explain, right? Cause there's certain things in the world you can't, you can't explain until you've lived a little bit of time or you've gone through it. And there's just like, 
I mean, you could give people like having a baby, like a dude and having a baby. And it's like, yeah, it's the most wild thing. Like a baby comes out and then there's this thing that happens to you like immediately. And everybody's like, yeah, dude, it's, I get it. It's totally cool. But you can't until it happens to you. And, and I think there's a lot of things in the world like that. You're totally right. You can't, we had all of this belief in ourselves and a belief that we knew what was happening and how we could have affected an outcome somewhere. And we were probably 50% right, maybe more, maybe less, but like, totally agree. How do you, how do you know? And how do they know? And they're, they're making a pretty huge bet on their future. So yeah, I, it, yeah, huge, you go like, huge well, what bet. experience does so-and-so, so-and-so, and all these people have in any of the stuff we're attempting none? Well, these people all do, you know, like totally. And they, you know, so they at least will have insight and probably save us time. Yeah. Energy, and potentially. And, and the thing is, is like, I, I can hold both things together because absolutely I maintain that I totally understand that decision, see why they did it. And it might've been the right decision to not put all of their um, chips in our hands. Sure. They also put the chips in hands that didn't work out. Like most of those people who came in when we were there, like turned over and whoever ended up bringing the vision to reality did it better than even those people could have done. Yeah. You know, and some of those things are like really fucking intense. It's like when I look at their Melrose store, it's like, dude, that place is intense. Yeah. It's like design and architecture on a whole nother level. Mm. It's like, I couldn't have done that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have had an eye for that. Like it's, it's. It's pretty bonkers, you know yeah. what I mean? So you need someone who can knock those things out, and that mm-hmm. for sure is not me. Right. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Just, and, and, but it's hard for me to quantify that until I see it. Sure. I don't know. Like, look, looking back on it, it's, it's, it's kind of – it's just really – it's just really interesting. And I, I totally agree with you. Some stuff is really hard to contextualize until you've, you know, either lived a certain amount of time, done a certain amount of things. It's – but – I, here's the other thing, though, and I still I think I could stand by and maintain this. Part of the reason that we are so passionate about mission and values, right, is because also of the lack of clarity. So I also kind of believe, maybe not, maybe not batting a thousand percent on this one, but if there was an actual clear picture of what wanted to look like, right, how what areas it was going to be. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, I actually think we probably could have done a pretty good job, and I I would imagine that's something that wasn't really clear at the time anyway. And so part of it was bringing in some people who could deliver on creating, you know, more of that. My impression is they were discovering as they went along. Exactly. You know so what like, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like in that capacity, which I think and it really helped us kind of bloom into something that I believe is really magical, which is our mission and values is. Is that if we could paint really clearly, and that's I think what I'm excited about this next year is that is more of our job. Let's paint some really clear pictures of some of the things we want to achieve and let some of these people kind of right rise to the occasion and go get it, which I believe is a little bit what both of us were asking for. But again, like everybody's learning, hindsight 2020, right. we can see these things at the time. The other the other portion of the the equation is I mean, we left around 2014, so this stuff is happening in this range between, you know, 2012 and 2014. Almost 10 years ago. Which puts the business at about five to seven years old at the time. It was seven years old. So we are about about at that point 
so think about yourself as a leader or myself as a leader and it it's well there's some things i feel like i know really well and can do really well yeah it's like dude these people are just figuring it out too oh absolutely you know it's like you've owned a company for five to seven years obviously there's some process that needs to happen obviously Mm -hmm. you know you're you're on that path of you're on that journey of learning as well absolutely you know it's it's funny i don't really get in the meme so much but you posted that one thing and i was like damn i fucking dig that shit when you were it was somebody posted about their mom <laughs> it's like was well, like so dude, real you're disappointed in your mom or bummed in your mom just remember it's her first time being alive too yeah and it's, it's so like, gnarly everyone's figuring shit out all the time yeah and even you know with that age and perspective, it's still, we're just on a journey of figuring stuff out. And I, I, I feel it's like- endless. Yeah, it's endless. And I feel like that's where there's so much, there's so much we can kind of give in terms of leeway. Some people take advantage of this shit, right? So where it's like, I feel like if you are going to be in this position of leadership and like you are learning, but it's like, it was kind of annoying to not have a clear vision of like, where are we going? Mission and vision values. Like, what are we trying to do here? So that's like, sure. that's a base level of something that you can lean into and really helpful, you know, not being an asshole to the people around you, yeah. treating people that's generally nice well. Too. There's like a list of things that kind of not make you a dick, but Jared's eyes like, I'm looking at tweaking it. out right now. No, it's always like this. I just always test it. I'm all oh, cool. It's Camera dumb. One. That's it, yeah. Two. It's Game cool, one. man. If you ever have a macular edema, it's fucking cool, guys. But if if we can keep in mind that, let's say I generally, I generally vibe with you. Let's say I'm your sure. employee and I trust you. It's like, okay, Jared's not perfect, but I think he has the best in mind for the company, and I think he has the best in mind for his employees. There's no such thing as a perfect job, but I feel good about this. Yeah. So let's go forward. And within that, just as you're on a journey. Every employee is on a journey too. And it's kind of scary to not know what's going on, but or not know exactly what's going to happen. But if you have this foundation, it allows you to be in that unknown and feel more empowered yes. in it. And that's one of the things that, you know, we talked to with our leadership group. It's a lot of people want to know exactly what's going to happen. And I'm yeah. at this point where it's like, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. And part of that is just embracing the journey. We're yeah. figuring these things out as we go along. And that's kind of part of the fun of it. Yeah. Like, that's part of the exploration. That's part of this work that we get to do. It's part of this discovery. We're creating this thing. I can give you these anchors. Here's these big cultural anchors. But, like, if we can keep that openness, it's like, cool. Like, let's have some fun here. Let's fucking figure this shit out together. Mm -hmm. Like, I can point the direction, but, like, every little thing, like, we got to be more flexible than that. Yeah, We got to be more open than that. That's, I think, you know, if I could get a perfect... If I could get an overarching perfect statement, which is it's a tough one for like next year, if if all of our leadership team really understood like the how open it is and also like the clarity of what it is to have a mission and values and how like we would if we were really calibrated on how it all looked, how it all felt and what it needed to be. And then there was everybody could see like all of the space that there is to operate within those kind of guidelines and that would probably be like the ultimate if you if all of our leadership team if we could just be like you all know exactly what 
this whole concept and dynamic looks like and kind of like all the ebbs and the flows of the best versions of hospitality and artistry and pursuing better and you know all these things and what our best attempts at inspiring connection by creating memorable experiences are like you all understand those concepts really really well like now let's go right let's go have all this fun let's clearly know that we don't know exactly what's going to happen we're going to try to pursue pursue some things we're going to hit a lot of them we're going to end up pivoting on a lot of them but we're going to keep going and we all know kind of their playing ground and how what we're trying to achieve contextually then all of the brass tacks of you know the math the a plus b equals c or the the drink or the cup or whatever like that becomes less dramatically important because we all kind of can agree like we look at that and be like they did it that fits the bill right. it doesn't have to be the bill that i saw in my head exactly but that definitely fits the bill and i'm good to go mm-hmm. that to me sounds like the place i i want to see created in the next year there we go so anyways time time judges Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single-origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places. YouTube, Instagram, we're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.